darkness at the break of noon Shadows even the silver spoon The handmade blade, the child's balloon Eclipses both the and sun and the moon And welcome to podcast. It's a guess, I'm Rob Hughes no I'm CJ Larson And on today's podcast Um, I think we're gonna do some deep psychological bullshit Um, aliens 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 Close encounter style no, um, I would like to start out. Day yeah, Independence Day style. I'd like to start out by saying I have been kind of. I think ever since I was a kid, I was into aliens. Like, I never. I think I love sci-fi and whatnot at an early age. And I used to get these books from the library. Like, well, I want to say I was in fifth grade because we'd have reading time. And I asked the teacher, like, well, you know, if I get these like alien books. Like, can I read that? She's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, whatever. So I'd have, like, Mad Magazines and then these, like, Time Life, like, alien books that yes. had, like, all these, like, pictures and stuff. Like, UFOs, and then... abductions. I, were, they, were, they, were they black books? Like, yeah. my, my, uh, my grandparents had those. So I read lots of, I read lots of those when I was a kid Yeah, well. they were, like, uh, like, black books. And they had, like, stories of uh, encounters people had with UFOs. I was really into UFOs. And I'd seen, like, some... <clears throat> Like, made for TV movie stuff with UFOs and whatnot. So we're talking, like, well, I guess, quote-unquote, real aliens and not, like, alien from the alien movies. Right, Or right. Independence Day aliens. We're talking, like, the greys, as they're as right. most people call them. Close, the Close Encounter type aliens. Yeah. Okay. So you're really, not, not you're, to be like, you know, we're total fucking, like, alien conspiracy nuts or anything, because we're not. But at the same time, like, I'm not exactly a believer, but I'm not... I'm not not a believer either. Like, I think, like, you know, life in the universe exists. is definitely out there. It definitely exists. Do you think they've Do you think they've visited us yet? Do you, like, Roswell, do you think, put it this way, some of the, technologi- the technological I, advances of the last 50 years and how far we've come in the jumps. Yeah. We did that? Or do you think that somehow we... I think there's a lot of evidence both ways, but I, 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 I do Roswell, lean dude. towards the, yeah, like... I believe a, a ship crashed in the 40s in Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. and that most of our technological advances, honestly, have been derived from reverse engineering that ship. It's just the the, the downside to a lot of, because, uh, you know, obviously, like, you know, is there a cover-up, you know, the whole conspiracy thing. Like, I've yeah. been into that for a long time. Oh, I love conspiracies. Lot. It's fun. I used to listen JK. to Art Bell, like, oh. all the time. Big and shout out to Art Bell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Art Bell. That's what really got me into the conspiracy side of it. Uh-huh. And I still listen to, you know, some other podcasts, like a uh, little shout out to uh, the uh, Paracast. I listen to Paracast, which That's is pretty cool. All about paranormal stuff? Yeah, well, so, it's like... mostly alien stuff, okay. actually. So and, do you uh, believe that there's a government conspiracy covering up aliens? Uh, Do you believe I, that somewhere in the country, in the world, that we have technolo- alien technology somewhere? I'm not like a diehard, like, I'm going to say yes. Like, I totally believe it, but I lean towards yeah. So you think it's plausible at least? Oh, yeah, I think I think it's definitely plausible. So you don't rule it out. You're not like there were no aliens have ever been here. We don't have technology. It's, it's plausible, but you're not 100%. And especially when you figure, like, well, what are aliens? Like, are you saying, like, aliens have to be, like beings from another planet that got here in a physical spaceship oh not at all not at all alien is anything that's foreign to us right for all we know there could be bugs on the planet right now that are alien species that we just class you know what i mean it's anything that's different from humans and the, the fact that if you think about it we have to humanize these types of things yeah like we have to give them two legs two arms two eyes a head things like this 
um, because a lot of people just can't imagine anything different. I mean, algae could be an alien life form. Something like that could be like yeah. a liquid, a gas. You know, the rods. You ever heard of the rod well, phenomenon? I think that's like some bullshit, though. The I rods, don't know, so. man. The rods, dude. For those who don't really know about it, I'm not like an expert, but the rods are what they sound like, like rod shape something or other that moves so fast they're almost invisible to the naked eye but there have been pictures and videos and there could be evidence out there um but you don't believe in that kind of stuff not not the rods in particular i think that's a little bit do you think bigfoot's real i do you believe there's maybe not bigfoot but do you believe i believe bigfoot less than i believe in aliens less than so Although you I think have it's to admit, possible, though, the, but uh, the just, film from the 60s just, or 70s, yeah. freaky as hell. It's fake. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks, is. But I mean, God I would damn. like to believe it. I mean, that's yeah. some cool shit. But you at the same it, time, dude. it's like, wouldn't someone have fucking shot it and like put okay. it on display yeah, somewhere by now? Unfortunately, that, that, that's or had like ca- or captured it, you know, like tasered the fuck out of it and that captured our, it, put it in a cage. Like you see something new, the first thing the Americans or even in the world shoot it. Yeah, because I mean, in theory, Bigfoot would be an, a creature less intelligent than us. That you know, well, I, I don't know. I mean, depends on what you think it is. If you go, think it's the go. missing link, let me just start I mean, here. All right, so my mom, <laughs> my mom lives out in Sonomish, uh, Washington, um, which is 30 miles away from Seattle. So it's um, like the boonies, essentially. It's just the closest house to her is like two miles on the road, farmland, this kind of stuff. She owns a few acres, so. The closest city, like big city, is honestly like at least 15 minutes away. So, whatever. Her and her partner left for a vacation um, a few years ago and had one of their neighbors um, stop by the house, things like this, to, you know, make sure that their pets were okay, that the horses were fed, stuff like that. Um, and my mom had mentioned, and she's kind of, she, she's kind of new, not, new ageish. Um, yeah crystals near-death experiences out-of-body experiences stuff like this she's definitely an old soul definitely a hippie style i love my mom she rocks and the story that she relayed to me was that bigfoot lives or something something lives on their property there's something that's out in those woods that they haven't seen yet but they know is there case in point and they and and, and they told the person the caretaker at the time what, el the chupacabra weeks, that's in Mexico. We're not in Mexico here. There's no goat sucker up in Seattle. There could be. And, but what she did is that there was this giant tree, and she tested this thing out and whatever. So what she did, she took a bag of microwavable popcorn, popped it, went out <laughs> at night, um, and, they, and they took a walk, and they put it at the base of this tree, like an unopened bag of popcorn at the base of this tree. Um, went to bed, whatever. Went back out the next day, and 35 feet up into the tree – was the bag of popcorn completely empty, rolled up, and placed between some branches. Now, you know there's not some drunk college kid out in Sonomish <laughs> in the middle going, I'm so fucked up, I want some horrible Redenbacher. Let me climb up in a tree and put this shit up here. I don't think that's Bigfoot. Something to that effect, because they hear noises. There's, like, tracks, and they see weird shit out there, and it's not like a cougar. Or a bear. Like, a bear's not going to take a bag of popcorn. I mean, it wasn't even ripped open. It was like me or you. Took a bag, opened it up, ate the son of a bitch, climbed up a tree 35 feet, rolled it up. It was rolled up and placed it in, like, a, in like some branches, like, in like in a crease of a tree. So, okay. And there's, like, Bigfoot researchers out there and whatnot. And if Washington that... has huge amounts of sightings. Okay, so if it's that easy to just go... 
put a bag of popcorn by a tree, and then supposedly overnight it comes, eats it, and goes up the tree. Right? Wait, wait, wait. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Why I'm not couldn't? That's Bigfoot. I'm just saying, why couldn't you put a camera there and, and makes, catch it on tape and be like, there's sense. a like 100% proof? Because they do that a lot. They'll take out their cameras and they'll play. Not my mom, but like researchers or people that are in the cryptozoology. Cryptozoologists. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but cryptozoology. Um, do that. They place cameras all around an area that are motion censored, night vision, and they really never really catch much. Um, and she could be, and, and she's not lying to me. Like oh, this, I don't this think is, she's lying to you. This is something that happened, so yeah. it could be anything. I mean, honestly, it could be a cougar, it could be something. But the, I mean, she actually got freaked out by seeing it. They, they did it as kind of a joke. They always heard these noises at night. They didn't know what it was, and they were out. They were doing that. They're doing their daily hike um, one day, and they saw this tree, and they saw these weird markings on it, and like these weird types of imprints in the ground, not necessarily like a human foot, which is bigger, nothing like that. But they thought it was weird. My mom is kind of like into that kind of stuff. And they did this. And that's what happened. Now, she could have been fucking with me. My mom does fuck with me a lot. I have to say this. She likes... She knows I believe in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, do I believe in God? No. Do I believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> Hell yes. Um, just goes to show how I was brought up. Uh, but, uh, you know, she tells me this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, really? Well, let's get a camera out there. Like, I want to, I want to capture. I want him to be my friend, Harriet and the Henderson style. It's gonna be like Monster Squad with you and Frankenstein. Oh hell yeah! I want to hang out with Bigfoot, and I want him to be my bodyguard. Um, <laughs> if it's true, I don't know, but I do have to say I do believe that there may be an unknown, let's just say ape-like species out there. There has to be different, like in the Himalayas, maybe not in Seattle, but somewhere like yeah, possible. Now, the Loch Ness monster, don't believe in it. Yeah. A, for the fact that um, the lock um, isn't that deep, doesn't have much food in it. Um, the newest thing I And heard, without the tourist money, like, would really be, like, shitty. And the fact that they like, had shitty, expeditions so. that have combed every inch of that and sent down depth charges or whatever and have never found anything. And the fact that the, you know, the most famous picture ever, when the guy was on his deathbed, was like, it was a toy submarine with some paper mache on yeah. it. Yeah. When people do that, that pisses me off. Just go to your grave with that. Like, the Bigfoot video. Freaks me out, even though I know it's fake, but still freaks me out every time I've seen it. Because when I was a kid, I believed that. When yeah. he's walking and he turns to look at the camera. I remember was, seeing that when I was a kid. I used to watch sightings back in the day. Oh, I'd God, see that sightings show. used to scare the hell out of yeah. me. Yeah, that's, I think that's what started it, too, because I was right around the time when I was getting those books mm -hmm. with sightings. And, so, yeah. okay. So now on my end, um, I've always been fascinated with aliens. Um Ever since an early age, as far as I can remember, I've always, I've always just been fascinated. Read the Time Life books. Um, my first skateboard, Alien Workshop with the Alien. Um, I'm actually looking at my wall. I have an Alien Workshop poster. Um, it's actually to your right, CJ. Or maybe to your left. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> um, the Greys, uh, Close Encounters, um, all that kind of stuff. And I remember in ninth... Actually, yeah, it was ninth grade. So I must have been like 14, 13, 14... Um, I was walking through a bookstore, and I really don't remember much, but I remember I was drawn to this book. Like, I never even heard of it before, but it's a book called Communion by Whitley Strieber. Um, on the cover was a painting of a gray um, with the big black eyes, and it freaked me out. I got goosebumps, and I, and I read these Time Life books, and it kind of freaked me out, but I never had that reaction where I, I just saw a picture, and my my skin just tightened, and I had the, I had the goosebumps, the goose flesh, like, all over, and I, I got really freaked out, and I bought the book on the spot. Went home that night, read it cover to cover. Like, you know, 200-page book, read it cover to cover. Um, 
and it freaked me out. Like, it freaked me out. I never knew why. Um, read the sequels, got really big into it. Um, used to subscribe to 14 Times, which was a magazine out in the UK, which is just like, sounds like your, um, your, your podcast, all about yeah. paranormal. Um, you know, UFOs, Chupacabra, stuff like that. And, and it was just, you know, basically conspiracy type magazine. Um, was reading that, would draw pictures, all kinds of stuff. Um, and just was always fascinated by aliens. Just always. Cut to, I believe, I want to say it was senior year. Um, I was in the car. We were coming. I was in the car, and I want to say, and my memory's kind of hazy, unfortunately, but I want to say I was with uh, my buddy Ross. Uh, I, he was driving. It was his um, Caprice Classic, I believe it was. Um, and I was with Roger, and I want to say I was with, uh, with Adam. And we were coming back from Minneapolis from Synestasia. We had just gotten, um, it was the first time we, went on, we, I think we went out there to get directions to a rave. Not really part of the story, but that's, I remember, I remember <laughs> this for a fact. And we're yeah. driving back, and I'm in the back seat, and I'm, you know, totally sober. I had to, you know, I'm sober, uh-huh. just having a smoke. All of a sudden, burning sensation on my neck. I grab my neck, and I just start screaming out in pain, or just like, holy shit, fucking A, what's on my neck, what's on my neck? Um, I, I showed someone in the car, I'm not sure who, and what, I wish I could remember exactly who it was, and hopefully they can sort of back me up if they, they kind of remember, but on my neck, on the back of my neck was what looked like someone took a car cigarette lighter and pressed it to my flesh. I had this raised ring about the diameter of a car cigarette lighter raised on my neck, um, and then my nose started to bleed. That's some X-Files shit right there. It is some X-Files shit. I didn't really put two and two together. I'm just like, what the hell? For the next two weeks after that, I would get random nosebleeds out of nowhere. I thought that wasn't that also you saw something in the sky at the same time? Yeah. It's, I, yeah, all right. For like, I mean, there, you I'm told not, me this story before, yeah, but I... Yeah. There, I saw... I, I have seen weird shit. I did see... I don't know what it was. I can't be 100% sure, but to me, it looked like a UFO type thing. Um, definitely, like, it was a glint. It wasn't an airplane. It was, like, shiny object, darting. Same time, my neck burning, nosebleed. Next two weeks, nosebleeds. Um, there was no powders involved, so I wasn't doing anything like that. I don't have any medical yeah. history of this. I actually went to the doctor. Um, the raised circle on my neck lasted for about two hours, so I didn't get to the doctor in time for that. I went, I went a few days later. They did, the, you know, CAT scans. They did all the stuff to me, couldn't find anything wrong. So I was like, all right. And then those bleeds stopped. Just They just kind of stopped. Um, cut to two or three years later, I'm out in Seattle, and I'm drinking some beers with my mom in her backyard. I'm on vacation. I'm just sitting there just chatting along, you know, whatever. And I ask her a question. I'm like, do you remember when I was a child, do you remember me having night terrors? And she didn't really remember that. And so I explained when I was a kid, I was a very frightened kid. Like, very frightened. Like, I... And it's weird, because I love horror films, but back in the day, I would see... But the one that scared me the most was this movie called Dr. Giggles. I you didn't, know, I never actually saw that I movie. I didn't see the movie. That's the Just thing. the cover? The cover with him, with the doctor, and, like... It was this weird thing. So, and actually, there's a lot... I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to put this in, like, order. It's really hard for me to put this stuff in order, like, how it happened. But, so I started t- asking her, do you remember when I did this? It's embarrassing to admit, but from the ages of probably six, maybe six, to the ages of maybe nine or ten, every night I would sneak into my parents' room and I would. They had a water bed that had um, 
um, the frame kind of went over the actual base, so there was maybe like a two foot where like um, section where you could you know put like pillows and stuff pillows yeah. you weren't using. And I would sneak in, and I would a little alcove, kind a little of little alcove, yeah, but really small. It was just, it wasn't even made for stuff. It was just, I mean, you could put stuff there. I would sneak in at night and sleep in there. Like I would go underneath, and then I would wake up every night before my parents got up and walk back to my bedroom. Never knew why. Just every night I fucking did this. Um, scared of everything. Never wanted to go to sleep. Um, would see all kinds of shit. So I'm telling her this information, you know. And my mom was a great mom. Like just. Was you know she was a she was a house mom or a stay-at-home mom for most of my life when I was young, and um, you know and I was like a smart kid, borderline genius, stuff like this. And I don't say it's like too much horn, but I what I didn't have mental problems. So I'm trying to say <laughs> I wasn't ADD. I wasn't causing problems at school. I was in all the gifted programs. Um, but there was a part of me that apparently I thought she might have known, but was completely oblivious to that I was sneaking in the room every night and, and hiding under this and that, and I didn't want to go to sleep and. I, I honestly, I wouldn't sleep at night most nights because they caught me a few times and I really got really embarrassed about it. So I would just stay in my room and just stay up all night. Um, so I'm telling her this, but she had no idea. And then I asked her if she remembered me almost drowning when I was a kid. And she was like, what? Like, when the fuck did this happen? Um, I was six or seven years old. We lived in Allegan, Michigan, which was four houses on a freeway. So it was freeway and four houses. It was the weirdest thing and just woods woods that led back to the Kalamazoo River, which in Michigan's a pretty big river, I guess. Well, whatever, it's a decent size, kind of like Mississippi here for Michigan, whatever. Okay. I was back there with my friends. Um, I was six or seven. Uh, my next door neighbor, um, it was two brothers. One was a year older than me. One was a year younger than me. We're playing on this icy river where kids had didn't didn't really think about it. I did the same thing. We'd play on like icy ponds and stuff, or like half frozen and whatnot. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So he, we're playing with his ball, and we're just fucking around, and the ball goes into the river. And and my, his name was John, John Kakunian. He was the older brother, one year older, and he went and tried to get it because he wanted to play, and he fell in the water, like the ice broke, and he fell in. Um, He went underneath the ice. So then I tried saving him. I'm like, oh my God. So I get a stick, and I'm trying to pull him out of this river. Um, And I fell in. And then his brother tried saving us, and he was younger than both of us, and he fell in. So here we have three kids under the age of eight in this fucking river, not like a pond, a fucking river. So it's like a moving, like, Oh, yeah, there's an undertow. Like, it was a big deal. The biggest thing my parents always said, and all our parents said there, was don't go in the river. There is an undertow. You will get sucked under. You can die. We're kids. Whatever. Yeah. Cut to an old man, an old man out of nowhere... From the woods, saves us. Next, remember what he looked like at all? Um, I want almost like a hobo. I mean, that's what I picture in my head. I mean, um, he kind of had on like an old tattered type suit. I mean, and this is winter, so it was weird, like an old tattered suit, like um tweed jacket, like a like a professor would wear in the old colleges, yeah. like tweed, um, but like tattered up, um, and like black boots that were kind of like you know tattered as well. I love that word tattered. Um, and he saves us essentially, like pulls us out of the river. And the next thing I know is that I'm in the back of a squad car, like the cops were in the woods. And the cops said something like, you know, don't tell anybody, you're going to be fine. We're dropping you off. And dropped us off at her house. And we didn't talk about it. Like we never mentioned to our parents, never said anything. 
I had forgotten about this memory. So were your parents like not home when you got dropped off? They were home, but they, it, the way these houses were set up, it wasn't a residential community at all. It was okay. so weird. And I remembered like there was like a back road, kind of like a dirt. I don't know if it was a dirt road. It was so weird. But this cop dropped us off in like our backyard, essentially. Like that's how, that's how I remember this. Is that a cop dropped us off kind of in our backyard, and our backyard was just woods. And dropped us off, and we weren't wet anymore. Fucking weird. And we don't talk about it. And I've never seen this old so guy. So your memory pretty much cuts from seeing this hobo guy. Saving us. Like, so he That's pulled you. Do he you comes out of the woods. Do you remember him pulling you out? No. You just remember seeing him coming out? Out of the woods. So you were, like, kind of, like, kicking in the water? Yeah, I was actually... With your we head were up the, we above were the water? We were kind of in the ice. No, we were actually... The ice kept breaking, and we kept falling onto the ice. So, like, we were kind of... Like, not, like, under, like, four feet of ice, but, like, we kept, like trying to pull ourselves up but it was so slippery it was wet and we were kids that we kept sliding underneath the ice and then we'd like go under so our heads are underneath this cold water and we come back up so did you see him like running towards you no he just appeared calmly walked out of the woods and well the woods like right next to the river yeah it was like woods and then there was like the 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 river bank and then ice and the ice went out for at least a good maybe 10 feet and then it was like open water okay so that's how it was it wasn't like completely icy we fell through a hole it was right. like really, really icy, really, really icy, and then as it went out further to the middle. So you're trying to cling on to the edge of the ice, which is breaking. Thick. Yes. Right. Okay. Exactly. I got you. So this old guy walks out and does whatever. And, so your memory cuts from him. All of a sudden, you see him. See all of a sudden, you're in a and cross very squad calm, car. And then, I'm in, and then I'm in a squad car, or what I think at the time was a squad car. Um, cut to so this shit happened to me. Um, so like you know, I, I had I had this I had this incident happen to me cut to another memory I had now and all these memories I'm having came to me after I had the initial burning neck nosebleed all these memories came flooding back to me within a span of two weeks so stuff I hadn't thought about and at this time so you don't remember any of this until that happened. until I had okay. the burning uh, on my neck and the nosebleeds um, no memories of this I had no nothing like this um, so cut to the next memory I have is I'm pro- I'm in the same house we're still in this exact same place and my window in my bedroom at the time faced out towards the freeway. So if I looked at my window, I would see. I mean, we had a front yard. It wasn't like freeway in a house. I mean, we had a front yeah. yard, yeah. you know, and a fence. Yeah. But the freeway, or maybe it was a highway. It was one of those. I mean, it was. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a. It was a busy road, like semi trucks barreling down this road. So I mean, it okay. was. Don't cross this road ever. Cut to this other memory I had when I was probably about eight. Um, I was still pretty young. I know I was definitely under the age of nine. And I'm going to bed, and I look out my window, and I see three faces with, like, hoods. What I th- look like hoods. I was a big – I used to watch – do you remember Rescue 911? Yeah. You remember that show? Yeah. With William Shatner? William Shatner. Okay. Sure. Just like um, sightings, show would freak me out. I was always scared someone was going to break into my house to the fact that I got OCD over this when I was a young kid, where I would lock every door six times. I would lock every window eight times. I had a very rigid unlock, lock, unlock, lock, unlock, lock type thing. I just figured, I don't want burglars. There's four houses. There's no fucking burglars in this neighborhood. I mean, there was no crime in this city. There was yeah. no crime. It was, it was a city of maybe like, seriously, like 400 people. Everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. But as a kid, fucking scared to death from watching Rescue 911 that there was going to be a masked robber coming to my house. So I'm in bed, and I look over to the window, and I see three figures with masks looking at me. Next thing I remember, I wake up in the backyard. In the backyard. It's the next morning. 
in the backyard. Huh. Even weirder than that, on the roof of my shed. That's crazy. Wake up on the roof. I'm like nine years old, dude. Like, and granted, we would play on the roof. How tall is the shed? Just a normal shed that you would build. Um, not that tall, maybe nine feet. So you could get up there. We would get up there actually. We, right. we have a ladder to get up on there, okay. and we would like throw our Ninja Turtles and GI Joes and parachutes off of it and yeah. play on there. Like we weren't right, supposed right. to, but yo, know, we did. It was kid stuff. It wasn't like if you fell from it, you wouldn't die. It wasn't like a thirty-foot right. shed. It was just like kind of high. We would send them up and throw our GI Joes on the parachutes. So I see these three hooded people. I freaked out. Next thing I know, it's early morning, maybe five or six in the morning. I come to on the top of this shed in my pajamas. Do you remember what they... So they... You thought they were wearing masks? I thought they were wearing masks. What did the masks look like? Um, kind of like hockey masks. That's why it was just... Black... Black holes for eyes. Kind of like a white. Um, whatever they had on their face or their face was definitely a, a high contrast to what they were wearing. So okay. their, 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 their face masks or their face or whatever it was stood out because it was, you know, nighttime when I was going to bed. So it was... I mean, it was... It was. It looked like a hockey mask to me. That's what, when I was a kid. I was just like, that's, it was like that's weird. And I freaked the hell out, obviously, because I'm already scared about burglars. So I'm like, oh my god. Cut to the next morning, waking up in my shed. Really fucked up. So I'm telling, I'm telling my mom this at this point. I'm like 19, 20, whatever, and we're in the backyard having some beers. Was that um, window on like the first floor too? Yeah, yeah. Like we, we we had a we had a we had a yeah. Okay. Um, we had like a ranch style house. Yeah. So we had a basement, but yeah, we were in the first floor. So, yeah, you could easily stand outside. Mm -hmm. That's why it freaked me out because I'm like, oh, God, a burglar could break in here because yeah. they wouldn't have to use a, a, yeah. a ladder. So um, we go ahead and do this and whatnot. And, we, and, and anyway, so I'm telling my mom this, and she has no fucking clue. Um, no clue at all. And as I'm telling her, this, as I'm telling her you know, these memories I had and you know, stuff like this, um, apparently I'm getting like, and she tells me this, uh, and I kind of remember, I'm getting like visibly shaken. Like I'm almost crying at this point. Like I'm just very emotional as I'm telling her this kind of stuff because uh, – I honestly thought I was fucking crazy. Like, I thought I honestly had, like, a brain tumor at this point. Like, I'm going insanely nuts, and I have to tell someone because, Jesus Christ, you know, I need to go to the doctor or something and get some sort of tumor check or, you know, whatever. Tumor yeah. test. Pills. Crazy exactly. Pills. Give me some, yeah, I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> um, so then she tells me that Deb, her partner, sees a channeler. And I'm like, what, like a psychic? And she's like, not really like a psychic. And my mom knows, and I'm not a big fan of psychics. I don't really believe in that crap. You know, Sylvia Brown, that fucking dumb Yeah, chick. like That's taking away fake. people's hope. Oh, like... yeah. I see your husband died in water. What? No, he was in 9-11. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. She's just preying on the weak. So I'm like, I don't believe in that. And she's like, Rob, trust me. And my mom is even smarter than me, very level-headed as oh. a poet, you know, whatever. But she was like, neither did I um, until I went and saw her. Now... This Chandler, um, I don't remember her real name, but she, my mom said she was about a 40-year-old white woman, very little formal education, kind of had a southern drawl to her, um, like from the south, um, and I think she didn't make through high school, so not very bright, um, and what would happen is that you would go see this person, and she would sit in her chair, and you would sit across from her. And she would ask you if you're ready, and you would say yes, and then she would go into this weird trance thing. Like, within a minute, like, her eyes would flutter. I mean, and she, my mom said the first time she saw it, she's like, this is a fucking act. Like, this is this chick overacting, eyes are fluttering, whatnot. And when her eyes opened, she would sound, she had the incant, uh, what's the word, incant, incantation? 
The way she would speak and the way she would act, all of a sudden, it was like she was a 90-year-old Chinese lady. So she went from being a 40-year-old white Southern woman to this 90-year-old, I mean, her accent, the way she would move her body as she sit in this chair, very slow, very sluggish, and she'd become Lee Chin. That was her name, Lee Chin. Who basically was a Chinese seer? Um, is that what they're called? A seer, I believe. Kind of like Probably. a, um, um, like a blue priest, kind of like a seer from the 18th, was it the 18th century, I believe, 18th century, sometime in like the early teens of the centuries. And basically, she would tell you about past lives, of all present lives, yada yada yada. My mom didn't believe any of this shit, so she would test her with me. She would ask her questions about me. This chick never saw a picture of me. My mom never told her my name. Deb never told her my name. She had no... It wasn't like she was cold calling like John Edwards. Yeah. Where she had someone being like, Oh, are, do you have any kids? Oh, their name is Robert, you know, Robert Hughes. I see an R. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was none of that yeah. shit. It was just completely like, whatever. So she would be like, All right, well, um, my son. What should I want my son? And um, you know, what does he look like? And I have audio tapes of this. At some point, I should play. If I can get an audio, we can sync it up. I'll play it. But at the time, she was like, you know, your son has pink hair. Oh, my skin was pink. But, it, but in a Chinese voice, I'm not even going to attempt to do it. But she would, she would get down to the point of what type of shoes I wore, how tall I was, the types of things I was into, my hair color, my hair style. Shit that, at the time, I was a raver type kid, and I would change it every week. I'd have yellow hair, green hair, pink hair, whatever, and it was always different yeah. and whatnot. But this chick would just go down the line, and just boom, 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 and my mom was like, Jesus Christ. Then she'd try something else. Tell me about, you know, my dad, who's my grandpa, who's dead. And this chick would just go on about my mom's dad, and just dead on. That he was in the service, and he was a boxer, and these little things. He loved to chain smoke, and he was smoking, I mean, just weird shit. So my mom, and my mom was sort of throwing curveballs trying to trip this girl up. Like, try to trip up this lady and, and, and throw out lies. And Lee Chin would just look at her and be like, are we done playing games? Like, why are you testing me? Like, and we'll just call her my mom's bullshit. So my mom was like, all right, I'm a believer, you know. You know I believe, X-Files style. So anyway, so my mom's like, well, you know, I have this channel, da 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 show me the story. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, if you want, I'm going to go see her in a few weeks. If you want to write me a series of questions down, you know, I can ask the questions for you. And I can tape them on audio tape and send them out to you. And, she, and before she's, you know, before I gave her that, she's like, well, what do you think happened? And I'm like, ma, honestly, the only thing I can think of, aliens, that I've been abducted. It's the only thing I can think of. I'm like, it all, you know, and I'm like, and a part of me was like, it's the books I read, the magazines, the movies. Yeah, the sci-fi. The sci-fi stuff know. would just, you know, hit me like that. So, um, she wasn't like, it's actually zombies. <laughs> I believe I was bitten by a zombie mom, <laughs> the zombie king. <laughs> so, I would say, um, that I, I am, um, uh, you know, that I thought that it had something to do with aliens, and she laughed at me. I was like, I don't think it's that, it's gotta be something that we can, describe. <laughs> silly child. And she, did. she thought maybe I was abused when I was a kid. That's what the first uh, thing she thought yeah. of. maybe I was abused and I was using aliens to cover up the fact that maybe there was physical or sexual abuse and i'm like i hope i'm like mom i really hope it's aliens like i really don't want to know that i was molested by the babysitter yeah like and on and, and then like and actually i think i was at some point which is another podcast i found out it's even more fucked up i don't know if we want to even get yeah into I, that. I, I might be kind of too depressing uh whatever so either way so, so i give her these questions and i you know and da, 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 da. so cut to about a month I, so i go home after vacation a month later i get the tape in the mail and it just says Rob's first session, the date. I have it somewhere. I don't know where. It's up in my closet somewhere. Um, and so I'm like, oh god, okay. 
let me get stoned first, let me get really fucked up, and let me listen to it. Like, I, didn't, I really didn't want to know what it was on there. And part of me was like, it's on your fucking head, you're crazy, or it's, you're totally right, da 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 da. Either one is fucking horrible at this point for me. I'm like, I can't deal with either answer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. It's like too evil. I like, can't even imagine asking. Like, that would just totally, like, <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Like, just knowing that, okay, you're about to get the answer to something that like a memory that you've like blocked out for a reason you know exactly like, like there's when, obviously a reason for that or else you'd remember that shit when so. and that's what it is when something traumatic happens and you and your brain can't deal with it you block it out or you change it or you make it so it's not as bad so i get the tape and i get really ripped up and i proceed to go in to my car at the time, which had a tape player, because this was back before I had a CD player, and I listened to it. And that's all the time we have for this podcast. Oh, snap, part two. Part two will be next. Next time on podcast, what is on the tape? What is on the tape? I'm Rob Hughes. I'm CJ Larson. Have a week.